Hi, my name is Beth, and I am the host of the Seeking Light podcast. In a world that presents us with growth and challenges, there is tremendous light. And this podcast is a source of light through scriptural insights that I have gained through the years. Come join me as I share light in a world that can sometimes be confusing. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Tuesday's podcast. How are you all? Matt and I have been on vacation for a couple weeks. And so my mind is having a very hard time returning to life and trying to recalibrate. (laughs) So um, this is a late evening podcast recording. I'm ready to go to sleep, but I'm determined to get this done. And um, I am very grateful for all of you. I have been able to release some awesome interviews. I hope you've enjoyed them with Keith Longmore and David Holiday, And I've got some more um, scheduled coming up in the next few weeks that I'm really excited about. Um, this coming Friday is Beth Brown. Um, her husband is an area authority and um, area, area 70. And she's going to share a little bit about her life and about um, their marriage and motherhood and serving in the church and her husband. So it's going to be a great interview. I hope you listen to it. Um, we have had the most beautiful weather here, uh, today, Matt and the two younger kids and I worked outside, um, in the morning, the elders came over and helped us. We have some areas of our house that are really overgrown and quite out of control. And so we went and worked outside all day. And then Matt and I did something super fun. We have an inflatable kayak, two-man kayak, and we blew it up and we went out to a lake close to our home. And we just sat there while the sun was going down and we had a wonderful time. We got back to the dock before the sun settled but it was a beautiful night and the water was beautiful and the air and time with Matt and it was just great. So I hope all of you are having a wonderful summer that you're enjoying your families and that you're doing special things. Um, I want to just share with you today's podcast is just kind of random. Um, there were a few things that there were many things that happened on our trip that, um, I knew that heavenly father was very aware of us and watched over us. And I thought of some different scriptures as we were going through different things. And so I just was going to share each with you a little bit, a few of the little things that happened to us along the way. So, so we went to Utah first and we were there for, um, a little over a week and Matt came later. I went with the girls and, um, my niece got married and that was wonderful. And after that, we came home and we were, we were home for just about 24 hours and we reloaded up our tent trailer and got our, um, our forerunner and we took off and we went to Eastern Oregon. So I don't know if any of you have ever gone over to enterprise or Joseph or Willala Lake, but we went over there for the first time. We'd never gone over there. And while we were there, we have some very dear friends that used to live here in Sandy and their name are Glenn and Sarah, and they live over in a town close by those towns. 
And so we went over to spend an evening with them. Matt and I did while the kids stayed at the campground and hung out with their older brother, Carter and his wife and um, Bailey. And, um, we've just spent a wonderful evening with them on their land, their new place that they live at. And anyway, Glenn told a story about his rooster and it got me thinking about a lot of things. And so I just want to share the story with you about his rooster. Now, just so you know, while we were there, um, Sarah and I walked out to the, the hen house and she was showing me the hens and the rooster. And I was laughing so hard because this rooster, you got to go look on your phones for roosters. He looks like he has a mop on his head. And so he, it, it just is white floppy mop. He looks funny. He doesn't look real. And, um, seeing him, I was grateful that he was alive. So I'll tell you the story that Glenn told us. So this rooster is a really special guy and he has really taken care of these hens. Now they've had roosters in the past cause they have, they have a, um, a llama, they have, um, pigs, they have goats, um, they have sheep, they have all kinds of animals. And they've had roosters that just didn't take care of their brood. And so they were so grateful for this guy because he's a tough rooster. He's, he's kind of arrogant and he kind of marched around and everybody knew he was in charge and he got those girls and lined them up and got them inside the hen house at certain time in the evening. And he was just this amazing organized rooster. Well, one day, because he thinks he's so that and so tough and all good he heads over into the neighbor's yard and they have three dogs and these three dogs attack this rooster. And Glenn is running through the field. He's hearing what's happening and he's going to try to go save his rooster. Well, when he arrives, he thinks his rooster is dead. And he said that it really broke his heart because He's been working so much and he's so been so busy trying to fix the land that they had just moved on to that he has really neglected taking care of his relationship with his rooster. And he felt very bad that this rooster had died and that he had kind of not spent the time that he felt he should have in nurturing as this big move happened and the change happened for the chickens and the rooster. So anyway, he picks up this rooster and he's just lifeless. And Glenn is so sad. There's blood all on him. And he just, his eyes, he's not even looking. He's just done. And so Glenn gives him a priesthood blessing. Now, I don't think that's weird at all. I, I, we've paid, prayed over our animals. We have a goat that we love named Calvin. We call him a dote because he's more like a, go- a dog than a goat. But we have prayed over our animals and Glenn gave this rooster a priesthood blessing. And he asked that he be preserved and saved. And they just began to work on him and try to bring life back into him. And you know what? Heavenly father answered Glenn's prayer and the blessing that he, that the rooster received. And this rooster came back to life. And when we saw him, he's still nervous. He's not as confident as he was, 
but he is darn cute. And he is getting back the confidence to take care of all the hens, get them in the hen house, protect them, watch over them, keep them close to him. And it really touched me that Glenn thought was to give this rooster a blessing and ask for his life to be preserved if it was God's will. So heavenly father loves what we love. If you listen to my brother, Sean's podcast on my birthday, July 1st, he said the things that we love heavenly father loves and wants us to have if, if that is part of the plan. And I really believe that Glenn loved this rooster and his prayers were answered and this rooster survived. Okay. The next thing I want to share with you is we had never been to this lake, Wallala Lake. And I want you to know that if you've never gone, you need to go. It is absolutely beautiful. And when you get over there, it's a different life. It's like a complete slowdown. And there's beauty, so much beauty. We took the children up on a gondola ride up to the top of the mountain and looked over the entire landscape. And it's just gorgeous. And while we were there, we stayed there for five days and we would go on walks and there's, there's a river and there's a lake. And we went out on the lake with the kayak and it was just an incredible trip. And the thing that I kept thinking about was in Doctrine and Covenants section 59. This is what it says. Verily, I say that inasmuch as you do this, the fullness of the earth is yours. The beasts of the field, the fowls of the air, and that which climbeth upon the trees and walketh upon the earth. Yea, the herb and the good things which come of the earth, whether for food or for raiment or for houses or for barns or for orchards or for gardens or for vineyards. Yea, all things which come to the earth in the season thereof are made for the benefit and the use of man, both to please the eye and to gladden the heart. And it pleaseth God that he hath given all these things unto man. I kept thinking about that scripture because my eyes were so pleased and my heart was so gladdened to be in this beauty, the trees, the mountains, the streams, the, the sunshine, the lake. I mean, unbelievable beauty. And I was very, very grateful to heavenly father for giving these things to us on this earth that were pleasing my eye and gladdening my heart. I also thought about a scripture in Alma chapter 30, when he's talking to Korahor, he says, the scripture are laid before thee, gay and all things denote there is a God, yea, even the earth and all things that are upon the face of it, yea, and its motion, yea, and also all the planets which move in their regular form to witness that there is a supreme creator. I felt God's love being there at Wallala Lake. And I knew that these things were given to this earth to speak truth and teach me truth because the beauty can't lie. The earth can't lie. It's just absolutely breathtaking. And I was so grateful to be there and enjoy this. And I knew that all things denote that there is a God, everything out there denotes there is a God. And, you know, in our lives, we need to look for those things, you know, whatever we're doing, if we're driving somewhere, if we're walking somewhere, you know, being out on that lake tonight with Matt in that kayak, 
not Walala Lake, but the one close to our home. I just knew God loves our, his children and he blesses us with the beautiful earth to know his truth that he does live, that we are on this earth and that he's in control of what's going on. Okay. The next thing is, is that I, um, listened to and read four books in the last two weeks, two of them were military books and two were bettering myself, bettering my life, becoming a better person. And, um, I love books. I struggled as a child to read. Um, I was, I, 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 I feel like I had a reading, I had a disability for sure. I, well, I, I didn't know how to read. I would clear my throat all the time. I was in the lowest reading group. I was afraid to read. And as I started reading the book of Mormon as a 13, 14 year old girl, it literally was my literacy program. Really. I just read it all the time and that's what helped me. And as I became a young adult and a young, a mother, I started to read and I can't stop reading. I have five, six books on the side of my bed that I'm trying to finish. But I was able to listen as I drove to Utah and back. I was listening to books on Audible. Like I said, two military books. I love military things. I love the strategies. I love to see, you know, how these faithful people go out and serve our country and love our country and defend our rights and our freedoms and our liberties. And they just inspire me so much. And I loved getting up in the early morning hours with the mountains behind me or to the side of me. And I'd be walking down a path in every morning when I was in Utah. Um, I just would listen to the book and look at the beauty around me and know that God was so aware of us. Um, I thought about some scriptures in this process. One was in Doctrine and Covenants 109. It says, and as all have not faith, seek ye diligently and teach one another words of wisdom. Yea, seek ye out of the best books, words of wisdom, seek learning even by study and also by faith. So do you have a book that you want to listen to or read? Pick it up, go get it, get one from the library, borrow one from a friend. Um, I, a couple of the books were recommendations. One of them was a gift. Uh, from Gina to me, one of the military books, because she knows I love those. And it just helps me to understand God more and love him more and be grateful for him by reading these books and learning about these incredible people and learn how to become a better person. Um, so if you have a book, grab it, read it. In Doctrine and Covenants 130, it says, whatever principle of intelligence we attain unto in this life, it will rise with us in the resurrection. And if a person gains more knowledge and intelligence in this life through his diligence and obedience than another, he will have so much more the advantage in the world to come. So don't wait. If you, if you have a hard time sitting down and reading, which I do a lot of times, I just put it on audible and I listen to books. And I try to learn as much as I can. And it teaches me so much. And I'm so grateful for books. Okay. The last thing I want to tell you about is our tent trailer. So when we drove to Wallala Lake, we have a tent trailer and it's wonderful. It has air conditioning. It's got two king size bed on each side, and it's just a wonderful tent trailer. 
So our drive out there was almost five hours and we had, um, whenever we go on a trip, we get in the car, we park at the end of the driveway and we all say a prayer and, and we are, we not all of us, one of us says a prayer and we ask heavenly father to please, you know, protect our car, help it run safely, protect us from any harm, help us to be alert, attentive, paying attention to the road. And so we got to Walala, great, no problems. We left to come home and we were driving. We were about four hours in, maybe three and a half hours. And all of a sudden we hear this very loud noise and we're looking at each other, thinking it's the car, a van right beside us. But all of a sudden Matt catches on that our tent tail trailer tire blue one of the tent trailer tires blue now i want you to know that the temperature was 93 degrees it was very very hot outside we were on i-84 cars were flying by us we were trying to find a way to stop and why i'm telling you this is Heavenly Father, even though we have to go through these things that aren't necessarily pleasant or enjoyable, he provides tender mercies for us when we do go through these things. So unbelievably, we were right by an on-ramp that was not for us to get off, but cars coming up on. It's an interesting little area, and it's before Cascade Locks. And so literally, Matt and I he pulled over and there were all these orange, huge barrel cones because they were doing construction from that off ramp. So Matt, literally, even though our tire was completely blown, we were on metal on the rim. He backed us up into this V shape that was from the on-ramp and then on I-84. And he literally pulled us right back into that little, tucked us into that corner Because if we had been on a shoulder, it would have just been tight. We couldn't have even changed the tire. Um, It would have been a mess. And, you know, I called AAA. They said that the particular package we have did not include trailers or anything like that. So Matt and I had to try to figure out how to get this um, tire changed when the tent trailer is so low to the ground. And anyway, we told the kids, please say a prayer. And we left the air conditioning on and Matt and I were out there for over an hour in the heat, trying, the sun was just pounding down, trying to get this tire changed. And it was frustrating, but I kept having to recognize as we were going through this experience, that heavenly father was completely aware of us. He provided a space where we can be protected from oncoming traffic and the on-ramp. And he protected us from, um, like, even though the sun was high and it was hot, it wasn't night. It wasn't dark. It wasn't where I had to hold a flashlight. Matt was able to get down. We were able to do different things to get the trailer in a position where he could change the tire. We had a spare tire. Now, when we got it out and we put it on, we realized it was almost flat, but We drove into Cascade Locks. We went to three gas stations. They didn't have air to fill up the tire. So we had to drive over a bridge, the bridge of the gods. 
and it, we had to drive into a town called Stevenson. And that was only like seven minutes away. Then when we got into Stevenson, the first gas station there did have an air pump and we were able to put some coins in, fill up the air tire, and then get back on the road and come home. And I want you to know that even though these trials can be very frustrating and they're not enjoyable and they do cost money. The next day we had to go to Les Schwab and, you know, we weren't expecting the expense, but we needed to fix it all, um, get things, the spare, a new spare and get all these other things taken care of. We knew that heavenly father did love and, and watch over us. He got us close to a city that we could go find air. He helped us in a safe protection where these cones were all warning people that there was construction there, even though no one was there at that point, because it was in the later afternoon. So anyway, I thought about a scripture in Matthew that said, but the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear ye not, therefore, ye are more value than many sparrows. So in our lives, if there's times where we feel like, is God really aware of us? Does he know what we're going through? Why is this happening? Couldn't have happened. Couldn't it have happened when we got home, whatever it is. Um, he knows the very number of the hairs on our head and we are more valuable than the sparrow. Thank you so much for listening. I hope all of you are continuing to have a wonderful summer, enjoying your family and your friends and know that I'm grateful for every person that listens to this podcast. I hope you're able to get something from it. And I hope that you can create memories in your lives, recognizing the hand of God at all times in your lives. Have a great day. Thanks so much for listening. I am so grateful that you listened to my latest podcast. Please share these episodes with your family and friends. I look forward to being with you again soon. Have a great day.